from the hadith he just read. Mazah understand between the hadith. Uh, 
Regarding to issues of aqidah and belief, and this one what is it issue of aqidah? Hmm? <laughs> one of the things that happened today, which never happened during the time of the companions. Huh? Yes, continue. Yes. If somebody if somebody had a dream, yes. It does not seem money. It's not wajib. So it's not supposed to have a ritual bath. If you say it is not wajib, then is it recommended? Is it mustahab? <coughs> you can have ritual bath. Uh-huh. <laughs> you agree with him? Huh? Do you agree with him? We don't agree with him, go. So you don't even have it. You don't say it is not wajib. Right? But you say it's not even recommended to even have it in the first place. Go back over. You don't say it's not wajib. Or is it recommended? It's not. Okay, thank you. Uh, let's go back to the hadith. He said, Al-Ummi Salamata. زوج النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قالت جاءت أم سليم امرأة أبي طلحة إلى رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم فقالت يا رسول الله إن الله لا يستحي من الحق فهل على المرأة من غسل إذا هي احتلمت فقال نعم إذا هي رأت الماء متفق عليه this hadith was reported on the authority of Ummu Salama, one of the wives of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Zawjin Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Qadat, she said, Ja'at Ummu Sulaim. That Ummu Sulaim, the names are similar. This is Ummu Salama, one of the wives of the Prophet. She's the one that written the hadith. And she says, Ummu Sulaim, Imra'atu Abi Talha, the wife of Abu Talha, Ja'at Shikayim, Ila Rasulillah, to the Prophet Muhammad, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Faqalat, and she said, Ya Rasulallah, O Messenger of Allah, Inna Allah la yastahi min al-haq. Allah Ta'ala is not bashful 
is not shy, is not ashamed of the truth. Fahala alal mar'a min Is it obligatory on a woman? Should a woman take the ritual bath? Is there is here. My own narration does not have here. When she has a wet dream, and the Prophet said, Naam. Yes. If she sees water. If she sees water. That is mean when if she sees what? Spam. If she sees spam. This is the hadith. Here, Umm Salama is one of the Prophet's wife. He is telling us that Umm Sulaim, she is telling us that Umm Sulaim, we have talked about Umm Sulaim here. Right? That she is the mother of her. She is the mother of the mother of Anas ibn Malik. Right? She is the one that brought Anas ibn Malik to the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to be staying with the Prophet. Anam Sulaim we have said she's the wife of Abu Talha. You know how she came about marrying Abu Talha. Alright? We remember that Abu Talha approached her while he was a mushrik and wanted to marry her. After Malik ibn Nad, that is the, the father of Anas ibn Malik, left because he was an unbeliever. He never believed in Islam. He never accepted Islam. So he left Medina. He died a non-Muslim. Now Abu Talha, who was a mushrik himself, approached Umm Sulaim for marriage. And Umm Sulaim told him that uh, she cannot marry him while he is in a state of disbelief. Even though he had given her, or he had offered to give her one of the biggest gardens in Medina, of dead palms as his sadat if she accepted his hand in marriage. But she told him that since he was an unbeliever, she could not marry him. But if he accepted Islam, or he accepts Islam, Islam would be her freedom prize. And uh, he accepted Islam, and that Islam was her freedom prize. That is almost Sulaim. Oh, you also remember that almost Sulaim after marrying Abu Talha, she had children for Abu Talha, right? And you read in your Riyadh Salihin that one of the children got sick, right? And Abu Talha was with the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa and uh, the child died, right? And she did all that was necessary for the corpse in terms of bathing, shrouding and everything. And then when Abu Talha came, he asked after the child, and Umm Sulaim said he had rested. But before he came, Umm Sulaim had beautified herself. Are you understanding me? Taking her bath, fragranced herself, that's using perfume, and beautified herself. And when he came back, he asked after the child in the night, she said the child had rested. So he was thinking that the child was her sleeping or resting and uh, she approached him made him to have an affair with her that night alright and after they had had the affair then he asked him that if somebody was to give you or borrow you something and he comes asking for it what will you do will you be angry will you be unhappy that he's coming to ask of his thing he said why should I be he said okay what Allah Ta'ala has given us Allah Ta'ala has collected it. Wari ibnak. So go and bury your child. It was then that she told him, and uh, he was not very happy, and you allowed me to do all these things that we did, and then you now come to give me information that the child is dead. Alright? And the following morning, he went and uh, he told the Prophet Muhammad wasallam that this is what happened in the night. And the Prophet said, La'abdallah. Perhaps Allah Ta'ala will have blessed that night for you. Oh. Al-Bukhari reports that yes, she conceived 
and uh, she gave birth to Abdullah. And that Abdullah, like said in Bukhari, he gave birth to nine children who were memorizers of the Quran. So Umm Sulaim had played a very important role in the lives of the companions of the Prophet Muhammad She is a woman, look at she comes, she comes to the Prophet Muhammad and she comes to ask of a question. Normally things that have to do with uh, sexual intimacies. Are you understanding me? The woman is always shy to ask, especially in front of people. Is that not so? She could be very loquacious when she's outside. But when it comes to uh, places like this and to ask of uh, something of uh, uh, she becomes shy. So that they do not say that she is not bashful, you see. I mean, among the ethics of asking questions, again she said, Inna Allaha la yastahi min al-haq. So that they don't say this woman is not uh, bashful. Women come to the Prophet Muhammad to ask a lot of questions. Sometimes they ask questions that even men ordinarily are shy to ask. You know? A woman came to the Prophet Muhammad and she says that I was married to Al Qurazi and uh, he divorced me. Then I went and I married Abdul Rahman ibn Zubayr. That in Jahu Mithlu Hudbat is found. Mithlu Hudbat is found. That Abdurrahman ibn Zubayr, he is like the tail of cloth, of a cloth. You know the tail? Of the cloth. What does she mean by that? What does she mean by that? That is like the tail of a cloth. Huh? Very light. Light. Is weak. It means she was saying he is sexually weak. He is sexually weak. That is his manhood. She's talking about his manhood. That the manhood of Abdul Rahman ibn Zubray is like uh, the tail of a cloth. Are you understanding me? It is so weak. Not strong. Are you understanding me? So she came and she was asking the Prophet. And the Prophet Tabassana. And the Prophet smiled. And the Prophet said, Do you want to go back to Al-Qurazi? Oh? The Prophet understood that she wanted to go back to her former husband who was sexually very. And the Prophet said, La hatta yazuka min usaylatiki ma zaqal awwal. Hatta yazuka min usaylatiki ma zaqal awwal. I mean, one of the companions was there, Khalid ibn Walid, I think he says, But don't you see what this woman is asking before the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Is she not bashful? Not shy, men around and she's asking, uh, saying that her husband's uh, manhood is weak. So here, so that Umm Sulaim is not seen as a woman who is not uh, shy, she starts by Inna Allaha la yastahi min al-haq. Allah Ta'ala is not shy of the truth. And that is why Aisha radiallahu anha said, Ni'man nisa, nisa wal ansar. Blessed are the women, the women of ansar, lam yakun yamna'ahunna al-haya an yatafaqa'na fi al-deen. The shyness or bashfulness does not prevent them from asking after their religion and seeking to understand their religion. Are you understanding me? And that is why Mujahid, one of the students of Abdullah ibn Abbas, he says that Al-Mustahi and Al-Mutakabbir, they cannot learn. Imam Bukhari brings his Mu'allaka in Sahih al-Bukhari from Mujahid. That anybody who is arrogant, I understand Mutakabir Kenoko, if you are arrogant, you can't learn. Can you? And the same thing if you are mustahi, if you are shy, you can't learn. Because 
When you're supposed to ask, you'll be feeling arrogant. You wouldn't want to act so that people don't say, I have a stars with all this, your game, you don't know this thing. Are you understanding me? So he doesn't want people to feel as if he doesn't know. So since he doesn't want people to feel he doesn't know, he's arrogant, he cannot learn. And the same thing, somebody who is shy. Are you understanding me? Whether he's shy, he doesn't want to ask. And that is why we have read the hadith of Ali ibn Abi Talib that he says, Kuntu rajulan an as'ala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam فَأَمَرْتُ الْمِقْدَادِ إِبْنَ الْأَسْوَدِ فَسَعَلَهُ And he said, يَقْسِلُ زَكَرَهُ وَيَتَوَفْدَهُ Now, when Ali ibn Abi Talib, because of the fact that he was married to Fatima, the daughter of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and he says, is somebody who normally has lots of prostatic fluid. That is mazik. It comes out from him, profusely. Then he said he was shy to ask the Prophet Muhammad because of the fact that he is married to the daughter. But that shyness did not prevent him from asking Migdadid and Aswad to ask the Prophet. It is said that Ali ibn Abi Talib and Migdadid and Aswad they used to do Munawaba. We have talked about Munawaba here in this class. Munawaba. We have talked about Munawaba in this class. Hmm? We used to forget though. That is, compilers of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu they used to do munawaba. Are you understanding me? If I will not be in the class today, you represent me. I go for my business while you are in class. You are with the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It does not behold the believers to leave the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu all of them. Certainly, some of them should stay behind to learn from the Prophet Muhammad so that those who are not there when they come back, ليتفقهوا في الدين ولينذروا قومهم إذا رجعوا إليهم لعلهم يعذرون. So they used to do manawa. I will be with the Prophet Sallallahu today. You go for your business. Then when you come back, you meet me at home. You ask me of all the things that have uh, taken place while you were absent. And uh, and tomorrow. I will be in the, in the, I will be here. Are you understanding me? Then you go for your. That is what is Munawaba. So they say Ali ibn Abi Talib and Al Migdad ibn Aswad, they used to do Munawaba. If Ali is not there, Migdad is there. If Migdad is not there, Ali is there. So he asked Ali, uh, Ali ibn Abi Talib, asked Migdad ibn Aswad to ask the Prophet. And he said, Yak siru zakarahu wa yatawadda. We are together? So Umm Sulaim, Ask the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. He says, "Ya Rasulullah, O Messenger of Allah." We said this is the way the companions address the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. They don't say "Ya Muhammad." So you don't address your teacher. Your teacher's name is Abdul Razak. Say, Abdul Razak, please. I want to ask you a question. Are you understanding me? Bala bin Kaniba. Am I calling by straight away? At least, Yakamata Ache, you will learn to respect the one who you receive knowledge from. So they don't call the Prophet by name. So, Ya Rasulullah, Ya Nabi Allah, Ya Abul Qasim. They don't say Ya Muhammad. They don't say Ya Muhammad. And if time you hear somebody say Ya Muhammad, Sadaq Kafir, Imunafik, or he is a Bedouin. He's somebody who has come from afar. If not, not the companion of the Prophet. Is that not what the Quran says? So you don't call the Prophet the way you call yourselves. It's understood? You hear the hadith of Jibreel. Again, when he came to the Prophet, he said, Ya Muhammad, Akbarni Anil Iman. For Anil Islam first for which, did one, which one did he which one came first? Anil Islam. But they have told you. Bainama Nahnu Julus and Enda Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is Tala Alayna Rajulun. Shadidu Bayad Thiyar, Shadidu Sawad Shah, Laya Rifu Minna Ahad, Wala Yura Alayya Atharu Safa. 
agni la ya'rifuhu minna ahad wala yura alayhi athar as-safar to tell you that he is not part of the people of Medina is a stranger is qalu la ya'rifuhu minna ahad so it will not be surprising if he says ya muhammad to tell you that he's not a companion of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Is understood? So they don't call, they don't address the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam with Ya Muhammad, rather Ya Rasulullah. Then he says, Inna Allah la istahi min al-haq, fahal adal mar amin guslin. Does a woman take the ritual bath? Either he yahtalamat when she has a wet dream. Like he said, it means that women also have wet dream just like men have wet dream so having wet dream is among the signs of her maturity it's among the signs of her maturity and it also shows the prophet said naam yes she takes the ritual bath when she sees water so it means that the woman sees what sperm are you understanding me? There, we have said it that when Umm Salama had this, what did she say? She said, Does a woman also have spend? Does she discharge? And the Prophet said, Tell it So if the woman does not see her spend, how does her child resemble her? Is understood? So, the woman has spam, just like the man has spam. What's the difference between the spam of the man and that of the woman? What's the difference? Huh? What's the difference? You said? Follow. And say it now. What's the color and what's the thickness? That of women is not thick and it's yellowish. And that of mamba? That of man is thick and whitish. Do we agree with that? You agree with me? That that of the man is thick and whitish, and that of the woman is yellow and light, yellowish and light, whitish and white, whitish and thick. We agree with that. We agree with that. Hmm? 100% go. So this also shows that. Mujarrad al-ihtilam The fact that you have had A ritual bath Does not necessitate Does not necessarily mean you have to take The ritual bath The fact that you have had a ritual bath uh, A wet dream Does not mean you have to take The ritual bath Do we agree with that? Do we agree with that? Until you see water So it means that even if you Marry Severally in your dream, are you understanding me? Most of us here are married in our dreams. It doesn't say it's why we are sleeping that we get married because most of you are not married. Are you understanding me? When the prophet says, Ya ma'ashara shabab, manistata aninkumul ba'ata, falyatazawwaj, fa innahu agabdu lil basar, wa ahsan lil farah, fa man lam yastati, fa alayhi bi sawm, fa innahu lahu wujah. But most of us here are afraid of uh, poverty and education. Are you understanding me? We want to graduate first before we can marry. We graduate, we have a job. Uh, then it is then that we marry. How many of us are married here? Are not brothers? How many? Babu? Nobody? <laughs> it's most unfortunate. So it means that Mujarrad al the fact that you have had a wet dream, does not mean you have to take the ritual bath. So when you have a wet dream 
and you wake up. Are we following? And you do not see any sign of uh, discharge. You do not take the ritual bath. Is that not so? It is only when you see semen that you have discharged that uh, you take the ritual bath. Is that understood? Okay. Now you wake up after having a what dream and you do not see any discharge, any sign of uh, semen on you. So you went and you prayed. Are you understanding me? Then after you had prayed, you came back and you were about pulling off. Do you understand? Then you discover some kind of thickness on your clothes. Say, one come out Are you understanding me? Then you realize that this thing should be what? Nothing but a semen. What happens? Huh? What happens? Huh? Is the what are the prayer that you have done? Yeah? It's valid. You agree with it? The prayer is uh, valid. Do you agree with him? <laughs> the prayer is valid? It's invalid. Why is it invalid? If you say it is valid, you hoja. If you say it is invalid, hoja. Is the prayer valid? Is valid? After having... After you have prayed, then you are now discovered semen, and you realize that really this is for your dream. Your prayer is valid? Huh? Your prayer is valid? What's, what's the reason? Okay, let's put it like this. If you had an affair with your wife, hmm? you did not take the ritual bath, you forgot. Then you prayed. Then you remembered that you had an affair with your wife, but you did not take the ritual bath. Is your prayer valid? Is the prayer valid? The prayer is valid. It's the same thing that we are saying. You had a wet dream. You did not realize. You felt you did not discharge any semen. Then after you had prayed, you now realize there is a semen on your on you. And you realize that this semen is sperm from you. After you had prayed. Is your prayer valid? Huh? Your prayer is valid? It's valid. It's not valid. Because... The reason is that... Naam? It's wajib. Just like, for example... Is it wajib or shart? There's a difference between wajib for a shart. Is it shartun the sihat salah or shartun the kamal salah or min wajibat salah? Yes, you say shartun min sihat salah. Shartun the sihat salah. It's a condition, a necessary condition for the validity of prayer. Are you understanding me? It's a condition for the validity of prayer that you appear from internal impurity. There's a difference between tahara min al-khabath or tahara min al-hadath. So if it is tahara min al-hadath, it is compulsory that you have to take the ritual bath and that prayer is not valid. That prayer is not what? Valid. It's not valid at all. You have to go and take the ritual bath and repeat that prayer, Abaddon, 
Life will work. It's understood? You don't say no, if the, the time of that prayer had lapsed, then the prayer is valid, then you take the ritual back for subsequent uh, prayers. You don't say that here. Even if the time of that prayer had uh, lapsed, you don't have that prayer. Because لا يقبل الله صلاة أحدكم it's understood? Mm? In the, do you understand that? Uh-uh. What don't you understand? Okay, come. You were coming to the mosque. Mm? After having performed your prayer, you, after having performed your ablution from home, uh, then you were coming. Then you stopped, you stepped on thesis. Humans too. Human stood. You stepped on it. You never realized. You never knew that you are stepped on stood. Human. You say shit, oh? So that you understand it better. So after you had prayed, then a brother came to you and said, Adam, see something on your clothes. Then you, look, you realize that ah, this is a phases. You, you realize that this is shit. Huh? Is that prayer valid? Or it's not valid? Huh? This impurity is something that came under... That is what we call Chabas. Chabas. Are you understanding me? Is the prayer there? We have said there is a difference between compulsory and for wajib and shart. That's the difference between wajib. Or farm or shart. Are you understanding me? Or shart. Do you understand that? It is wajib to to do that. But is it a shart? The sihat is farah. Huh? <laughs> That's the confusion, bar. So here, if it is covered and you have prayed. Are you understanding me? That your prayer is what? Valid. The prayer is what? Valid. It's understood? But in the Maliki school of thought, they say that you are going to yu'idu salah fil wakti. Yu'idu salata fil wakti. If the time of that prayer is still there, in the Maliki school of thought, they want you to do what? To repeat it. That means if the time of prayer had lapsed, you don't have to do what? You don't have to repeat it. It's understood? But, excuse me, but when you go to your Iziyah, they even tell you that if you are praying and uh, images uh, afflicts you, falls on you, they said, Batalat Salatuk. They said what? Batalat Salatuk. That your prayer is what? Invalid. So even in the Maliki school of thought, there is a difference of uh, opinion among scholars. I don't know whether you are following me. But the best opinion of the Rajah is that Tahara min al-Habath is not shart the sihat salah. So when you have prayed before you were told, you don't necessarily need to repeat that prayer. Are you understanding me? Why do we say that? Why do we say that? Why do we say that? Why do we say that your prayer is valid and you don't need to repeat it? 
just intend to come in as a security issue. So they removed the shoe and kept it inside as a surprise or something. But for any punishment, they told me that this was the reason they removed the shoe. So the evidence was there that if it was compulsory to do foul from the public, the person would not have continued to survive, they would have stopped the survival. He would have repeated it. The fact that he did not repeat it means that the prayer that he has said was what? Was valid. And that is why Tahara min al khabath is not sharp in Sihat al Salah. It's understood? It's understood? May Allah Ta'ala be with us. Okay. Are we together? Okay. Our sisters following us? Now, the ruling that when you have a wet dream, you do not have to take the ritual bath until you cease secretion. Anganeko is only have to do with wet dreams. But if it is sexual intercourse, if it is sexual intercourse, what happens? If it is sexual intercourse, do we need to say until you see water? No. Why? If there is a Uh, if there is no boosting is not compulsory for who? For the woman. If if he ejaculates, uh huh. So the woman does not ejaculate. <laughs> what if the woman ejaculates too? Uh, if there is no penetration, and the woman also ejaculates. She doesn't take the ritual bath. But Manzala said, Naam is a hieratil man. What about, is that also? What about Alayhi Ghost? Or what about Alayha Al Ghost? Is a ratil man. So if they are having intimacies, sexual intimacies, and they both discharge, or the woman does not discharge, I said, doesn't she discharge? She does. So why are you limiting it to the man and not the woman? <laughs> are you understanding me? Why are you limiting it to? So what would you say about in Inamal Ma'u Minal Ma'i? What would you say about Inamal Ma'u Minal Ma'i? What's the meaning of inamal ma'u min al ma'u? Eh? Water is from water. Water is from water. What's the meaning of water is from water? It's also the hadith of Abu Sayyid al-Khudri, Sa'ad ibn Malik ibn Sinan, and others. Inamal ma'u min al ma'i. What is the meaning of that? Ah, you should understand it now. That water is only from water. That is, ritual bath, that is the water, is only from water, is only from ejaculation. I, I understand, that is to mean, you only take the ritual bath when you secrete the sperm. That is to mean, if there is no secretion, there will be no ritual bath. That is the meaning of innamal ma'u minal ma'i. Al ma'u minal ma'i. Al ma'u, ritual bath. Minal ma'i is only done when there is ejaculation. That's the meaning of that ayat. So how do we do with it? Can your sisters? Al ma'u minal ma'i. We have done it before. We have done it before here. Alma'u min alma'i. How do we do about it? Why? 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 Why?
So I'm now asking you, how do we marry that with uh, the hadith that says So in the Malma Umin al is working on wet dream. Who said that? Which was which hadith came before the hadith about? Where is it? Where how did how did you know that it came first? How did it come first? How did you know that it came first? In Bulugul Maram, yes. You said when? <laughs> so he's looking at it the way it was arranged in Bulugul Maram. So since it was that one came first in the bar and this is followed by, so it means that that is the one that. Uh, in the commentary now, yes. he says, it says that this hadith of the when it is for wet dream, are you following him? So he is saying two things, and both things that he is saying they are right, but he is saying two different things. <clears throat> are you understanding me? Number one, he is saying that the hadith of Abu Huraira that says is a jealous of being a shabi al arba is a nasikhun li hadithi so the hadith of is mansukh it has been abrogated by the hadith of uh, uh, this one Abu Huraira this is one of the th- things that scholars have said and it is there that he says that fi islam are you understanding me? Al-ma'u min al-ma' was the first thing. So it is only when, even if you have sexual affair with your wife, if you do not have ejaculation, at the initial state of Islam, you don't even take the ritual bath. Are you understanding me? That is the hadith of Abu Sayyid al-Khudr that says, إِنَّمَا الْمَاءُ مِنَ الْمَاءُ But later that hadith was abrogated by the hadith of إِذَا جَلَسَ بَيْنَ الشُعْبِهَا الْأَرْبَى Are you understanding me? And the hadith of Aisha uh, says, "Is that takal khitana, watawara til hashafa, fakad wajab al ghusl." 
izaltaka alkhitanan ko watawarat alhashafa because even if two circumcised organs meet if there is no penetration are you understanding me there will be no ritual bath is understood except if there is a ejaculation is understood but abdullah ibn abbas that's where you come from abdullah ibn abbas says the hadith that says in the malma min alma is not abrogated are you understanding me it is still functional but it is functional with regards to wet dream are you understanding me that abdullah ibn abbas says it is still functional with regards to wet dream that is in wet dream in the malma min alma you only take the ritual bath when there is secretion so if there is no secretion you don't take uh, the ritual bath you are you are followed you have understood so in the ma'u min al-ma two things have been said it is either that it has been abrogated and that is what majority of the scholars of the opinion that it has been abrogated but abdullah ibn abbas says no it is not abrogated but it is referring to wet dreams is understood now all these things we did as a, a form of uh, revision is understood inshallah next week we are going to start from uh, the the book proper in online Allah willing. So next week we are going to start from the hadith of Ida jalasa bayna shu'abiha al-arba thumma jahadaha faqad wajab al-ghusl. When he sits between now Okay, we are not ready at this Aisha. That kuntu aqsilu janaba min thawbi Rasulillah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam fa yakhruju ila as-salah wa inna buqal ma' fi thawbi. وفي لفظ لمسلم لقد كنت افرقه من ثوب رسول الله فرقا فيصلي فيه رواه الجماعه الا احمد ذات از وير ابيت ستوب ستوب نو سبيك ان شاء الله سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك اشهد ان لا اله الا انت استغفرك واتوب اليك